Hey everyone, you are listening to the Self-Awareness Journey Podcast. This little banter is about a car ride long and features your hosts, JJ Parker and Melissa Albers. JJ owns a tech company and Melissa has been a coach working with influencers for the last 18 years. All right, Melissa, so we're back recording a podcast, but we haven't done one in a couple of weeks. Yeah. <laughs> so we might be a little... I know. I feel like that that little bit out of out of flow right like like i was gone and then i was sick and we just kind of hadn't had we haven't been in our regular um cadence of creating content right and so like yep. here we are like friday now we have to record the pod and it, get to we get to record the pod and but it's it's like a little bit of a weird start right because we we sometimes yeah. like when we get out of this flow it's hard to get back in every it. time. Oh my gosh, every time, and I don't know why that is. It's like, it's a good question. Why is that, right? Because like, <laughs> it feels like like there's a I don't know, and it's like not super anxious, like like or like do we we like we've done fifty five of these? How can taking a two week <laughs> break and coming back to recording a podcast, which is a fairly simple thing, feel like so awkward? I know. And, and yeah, and there's no real, there's, it's not fear or anxiety of not having what we need because we've always got backups for everything. Cause that's just how we roll. Um, yeah, it is something, it's funny. Like when we get into our flow consistently, we produce, 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 and it's so fun. Yeah. Like we're, we have so much fun in creation. And then if there's the littlest bump in the road, well, maybe not the littlest, but a bump in the road in which that flow gets off. It is like we suddenly forget how to do all of it. <laughs> yeah, right. And like the the crazy the crazy thing to me is like what I was actually feeling with only a two week gap. Like this is a yeah relatively right. short amount of time, right? Yeah, yeah. And yeah. everyone, I think everyone knows, like the self awareness journey is like kind of like yours and my side thing, right? We yep. we have other yep. jobs, right? This is like our side hustle yeah. thing and just helping out people. <laughs> but um, two weeks happens and I'm like, ooh, are we still doing the self-awareness <laughs> journey? Right? Like, <laughs> and, and remember that happened to me a few months yeah. ago. Same thing. It was like, what? Oh, no. Oh, no. Like, We're not going to do is it. Is this thing all falling apart? And I'm like, oh wait, no, it's only been two weeks, and we have like, and it was because like, <laughs> like, completely reasonable reasons. So I ridiculous. think I think people I think people do do this though. I think people put a lot of pressure on themselves in what they are producing. Like even if it's fun and it's creative, I think people do have a certain sense of um, their worth and and their stability based on what they're making or what they're working on. Mm -hmm. I think that's a huge thing. So what I was thinking about, I was thinking about a couple of things when, when just now was uh, the cadence of our work, right? And how mm -hmm. the cadence of our work affects our like mood, right? Or, or our thought mm -hmm. patterns or our feelings, mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. um, mm -hmm. I was thinking about that. And then I was thinking about how um, when we're in partnership with someone like you and I are with this project how actually mm -hmm. like the cadence of work can sometimes, oh, not sometimes, like like actually affects like our relationship 
right? Mm-hmm. And how totally. we think of each other as partners, right? Right. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Which, yeah, yeah. And, and this is about a, pro- you know, we're talking about our our particular project here, but I think this applies to like a lot of different activities in life, not just, you know, yeah, like projects like this one. I do too. I do too. I think anything that someone is involved in and their time is pretty consistently used in this, in an effort of some mm-hmm. sort, there's an emotional investment. Yeah. There's an emotional investment. And then when there's another person involved, like in a partnership or more people involved as in a group of people working on something, there's even more of an emotional investment. And I think that there's a, an expectation. We start to build expectation around it, right? Yeah. Okay. So let's dive into the cadence of work first before we get like okay. stuck on some yeah. random tributary. You mean interested in something tributary. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Talk about the cadence. Um. So for me, I like doing, like, I like shipping work, right? Mm-hmm. My thing yep. is shipping. Like mm-hmm. me too. All the time, like all the time. And, um, like, I think both of you and I like do this a lot. It's the motto at my company, which is like, uh, ship early ship often, which, mm-hmm. uh, I push to the extreme, like, um, we should ship our work when we're still a little bit embarrassed about its quality. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Right? Uh, well, obviously I'm in alialignment with that. Look at the self-awareness journey. Quality <laughs> is great. No, but this idea that we can always make it better. I'm like super big yeah, on iterating, right. like, like mm-hmm. what's the smallest bit we can get done right now and ship it, get it out in the world. Right. Then we yep. can make it better later. Right. This is like right. sort of my, my work mm-hmm. philosophy. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. Which, that, by the way, that work philosophy has helped me a lot because I've, I, even though I like to do everything fast and, um, I like to, to have a lot of stuff going all the time. I'm also a bit of a perfectionist, uh, so it can cause me a lot of stress to ship often <laughs> if something's not perfect. I have to let that go. I have to consciously let that go, but you've helped me with that because you do that. You just like, nope, let's just put it out, let's there. Put it out there. Nope, let's just do it. <laughs> yeah. It's got... <laughs> I'm trying to think where that comes from. It's got to be like know. arts. With, I think it's like my art school training or something. Like, <laughs> ship your crappy work know. right now because it's due. Because <laughs> it's due. <laughs> um, uh, yeah, the, the idea that um, the other like catch phrase around that is like perfect is the enemy of done. Yeah, right? exactly. Um mm. Yeah. But this idea that, like, uh, you know, fundamentally, I think people are creative. Like, yes. we create all yes. of the time. Mm-hmm. I we've talked about it before. Like, some people say that they're not creative people, but I com- I totally disagree. Everybody is creative, mm-hmm. super creative, all the time. Yeah, um, we're creating our own realities all the time. I mean, it is as simple as uh, creating our schedule. It is as deep as creating our entire realities. We're always creating. Always creating. Um, yeah. So, and a big part of that is shipping work, right? For most of us. And mm-hmm. when we don't get to ship our work, um, our energy gets a little wonky. Yeah. Right? Yep. Yep. You know what I just realized? Um, I had a, I had this thing. Ha- so this, we're talking about, we're talking about this today because you went out of flow for a couple of weeks, right? Mm-hmm. And then we have been in the process of coming back. But this happened the reverse. It was me a few months ago. Yeah. Where something happened. I got out of sync. 
I was severely out of sync, but but I wasn't as aware as you are in this moment about being out of sync. And But this is interesting, though, because we got out of our cadence, and then what happened was, and I think we even talked about it on a pod, but I got really freaked out. Remember that? Yes. This is... <laughs> what? <laughs> what? It was, all, it was only like one of my favorite events, <laughs> which was the freaking book. Oh, God. Okay. Oh. Talk about work amnesia. Like you completely <laughs> forgot that whole traumatic event, right? Right. And the traumatic event that you're referring to is that um, I have been encouraged to write a book for years and decided, dang it, that's it. I'm going to write a book. And it needed to be eight chapters. And I got, what, seven and a half done and then just bailed. Yep. The whole <laughs> thing went down in a fiery wreck. Oh, it was We awful. decided we're never going to write a book. But you're right. That, that, <laughs> that totally happened. Um, and we got all of our flow again together, right? And yeah. the mm -hmm. project kind of got a little weird. Yeah. Well, and you know what else I'm also realizing is in partnership. So it becomes more complicated when there is a partnership involved with the workflow and work product. Mm -hmm. Because um, what happened in that first event is that I fell like down a huge hole. <laughs> and then I got really freaked out that something terrible was going to happen because of my error. Mm you know, in our partnership, like, oh my gosh, does this mean that this isn't going to happen anymore? Like we can't keep building the self-awareness journey. Like I got really freaked out about it. Um, and I, and, and, and you, you did too, because I was, mm -hmm. okay. You know what I've learned since then, even in this like last two week period, you came back and you're like, okay, oh, this, I don't, this isn't feeling good. Like we're, we're uh, now I'm out of sync. I didn't feel like that this time. Mm. I was like, oh, yep, we've done this. It'll be okay. We just got to get back in our flow. We yeah. always do. Yeah. I had a different re response about it this time. But the cadence of the work absolutely gives you bumps in the road of when you can really fall off a cliff. <laughs> us, I mean, all of us. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so probably for everybody listening, like, you know, we're using obviously our own example because it's like easy yeah. for us to talk yeah, about. Yeah. But um, I see this happening at work, right, with work pro with work projects amongst teams, right, in, in mm -hmm. my teams, yeah. like, like, um, when they're shipping consistently, when they're, their work, you know, I say shipping, but I mean, and we're a software company, completing so work. yeah, like completing yeah. work is what I mean. Yeah. Um, when that is running smoothly, boy, it's like magic is happening, right? Yeah, it's like everyone's so good. everyone's clicked in, everyone's focused, it, everything yeah, it is feels smooth, so good. and the per, the level of production goes like through the roof. Yeah, right? exactly. And people mm -hmm. will describe that state as like being like being on fire, being in the zone, being in the flow, right? Yes, but, yes. Um, a lot of times, like you'll hear that analogy with, um, like a sports player, right? Like Michael mm -hmm. Jordan is in the zone, right? playing yeah well yep you can have your whole you can have a whole team clicked into the zone and when a whole mm -hmm. team gets into the zone it's like a really amazing place to be because yeah, that whole team produces so high um yeah. that it's like magic i i love it um yeah but keys to that to me are um consistent consistent output clear expectations right really healthy team dynamics and relationships, right? 
Yeah. And yeah. sort of like a cultural norm around this kind of like high output situation. Right. But when but I think the key thing, the like almost the most important thing in that is the person's energy is in alignment. Mm -hmm. Because even if you have a, for example, um, if you have a high performing team, even one person that is not energetically or emotionally in the space that everyone else is can cause a huge ruckus. Yep. Can derail right? the whole thing. It can derail the whole thing. And, and it has to do with that person's energy and awareness, I think. And cultural fit. Like, obviously, there's certain things like that, those external things. Mm -hmm. But I really think being in the flow um, and in the creative flow is much to do with your emotional energy being in alignment with what it is you're mentally um, and physically producing. Mm -hmm. Definitely. So let's talk about the, the relationship parts of this then. Like, yeah. like I was saying earlier, when when we took our little two-week break here, I came back and mm -hmm. was like, uh, got to the point where I was nearly like questioning like our commitment together on this project, right? Mm -hmm. Which seems like an overreaction is only two weeks, but it's, it's <laughs> illustrative of the power of like that mm -hmm. doubt, right? Or it's, mm -hmm. a, it's an yes. illustrative of the power of those feelings, and especially if you're not recognizing them. Mm -hmm. Right. Luckily, yep. I was like able to recognize and be like, okay, no, I got it. Like, let me just get mm -hmm. get some sense around this feeling because it doesn't. It's actually doesn't. This feeling doesn't isn't truth, right? <laughs> yeah, it it is. I think it is though. We do. I think again, it has to do with our own personal expectations. I think um, we set ourselves up. We set ourselves up because when we're in the flow state, we know how much we can do. Mm -hmm. When we're not in the flow state, we minimize how difficult it is to get back into that flow or we minimize the difficulty to produce when we're not in flow. Mm -hmm. And I think we tell ourselves stories, you know, that it really doesn't have much to do with being in the flow. Oh, no, this is just what we do. But I don't think that's true at all. I think that there is an, uh, an energetic capacity to... Um, being in touch with our creativity and staying in that flow mode. And, and when we get derailed by something, that is that requires um, vulnerability and courage mm -hmm. to be able to face yourself and, and ask yourself some questions. You know, like ask yourself some questions about your feelings, understand where those feelings are coming from. And that's usually where most people don't want to spend any time at all. They just want to, mm, no, just... Just ignore. Go just, make something just else. Just ignore that. Like get. Just oh, go make something else. Like get busy. Yeah. Right? Like distract. Yeah. Like uh, just like yeah. distract yourself with with other work or other projects or other things to do. Is that right. what you're saying? And it, yeah, and it's never your best work when you do that. That's the thing, mm -hmm. right? It's never your best work. So I don't know. I mean, it, it would be interesting. Like if you just look at other things in your life in which that same thing applies, where you're in a flow of something. It could be anything in which you're ha like you play tennis. Mm -hmm. You know, you get in a flow of playing tennis all the time and you play doubles. So you have four people that are, you know, playing consistently. And then all of a sudden somebody isn't because they have a meeting in the morning yeah. or whatever. Well, and yeah. yeah. So this is the th thing that I'm super interested in. Like we're getting here and I like to use like you and I as an example. But again, it applies to like um, 
all sorts of like partnerships or like creation yeah. with people, right? Yeah. Um, is like, like if you want to use a tennis example, right? Like playing singles, it's just like you, right? Um, and mm -hmm. it's mostly you against yourself in, in an activity like that, right? Um, yeah. And, but when you are playing a team sport or you're, you're doing group work at, you know, school or at, at the office, or you're even doing projects at home together, like with your family or your spouse, right? This to me is like group co-creation, mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. And like single effort creation, I feel is like, there's such a different dynamic when it's like a group creation, mm -hmm. right? And yes. like what we're talking, you know, we, we spend a lot of time, I think in the self-awareness journey, like talking about things as an individual, right? And obviously mm -hmm. a lot of, I mean, all of our reality is the way we're experiencing it, right? So obviously we're going to spend mm -hmm. a lot of time <laughs> in this like singular yeah. focus. But um, when it comes to creativity, um, so much of our creativity, creative activities are with other people. So like you right. said, like one person with the wrong energy throws off the whole mix. Right. Yeah. So if I come into this podcast with the wrong energy, you and I can't actually do our, do our thing. It gets, it just, right. it'll flop. Right. Yeah. Yep. Um, yep. And I see that with, again, with work projects all the time, like why did a project flop? Well, a lot of times it's because of the, the energy of the people wasn't just, wasn't right. And so what, what do you think? What do we do about that? Like, how do we unpack that a little bit? Well, I was just going to go to a place. I just, this, the word expectation just keeps coming up for me right mm. now. Um, our expectation of ourselves in those group dynamics, but also the expectation that we place on everyone else around us. Mm -hmm. How do you think that has to come into play with this idea that um, if someone, if someone isn't in alignment with the team, how, how that plays out and how do expectations come into play with that as well? You know, if, if I have an expectation mm. that everyone on my team is going to act a certain way, um, and then they don't, yeah. and then what does that do to my energy and my feeling about the team? Yeah. Right. Isn't that interesting? Oh, yeah. No, you're you're onto it right there because what I was just thinking about was like um and is like if I come into a team and I am not like confident, maybe like uh, like super confident in my ability. Yeah. Like I'll come in with the wrong energy. Or if I sent someone's in in a project and like you know, they they are anxious for some reason about something. Yep. Like it'll yep. throw the whole thing off and it like actually just won't yeah. even work. And yes. Um, what I really want to tell them is just like, calm down, lean in, it'll be fine. Just like, you know what I mean? <laughs> just like let go of all of that. But I feel like yeah. to be in pure creation, you have to like let go of those anxieties and just really be in the moment. But it's so hard for people to... Mm -hmm. let go mm -hmm. because they have expectations they have yep. expectations about the outcome mm -hmm. they have expectations about how they will be in the outcome yeah. um whether they want to hide whether they want to take credit 
um, whether they're proud of the people that are around them, mm -hmm. whether they're afraid of the people that are around them. And that all hinders or or enhances our ability to create yeah. and to create a flow and to create a group flow. Yeah. And to really get into the state that we all really want to be in, which is like our right. centered self in the moment, no right. anxiety, just right. happiness, right? Yeah. You know, um, it is interesting too, as you talk about when you have an idea and you go into a group and you maybe don't have the right energy, mm -hmm. like you and I had a lot of experience for a while where we were going and pitching to investors. Yeah. You remember that? Oh, yeah. <laughs> Talk about and, anxiety. Oh, my God. Yeah. You're just so yes. wrapped around the axle oh, on those but events. Think, <laughs> I know. But think about how much work we put into the investor deck, mm -hmm. how much work we put into the presentation, how much work we put into the product that we were representing, how proud we were of that. And yet, we had so much fear yeah. about presenting to these investors which kicks out an a certain oh, yeah. energy right isn't that the thing like if i could go you know this is everyone says this all the time right like if i could go back and redo those pitches with yeah. just like a like like an unattachment to the result like i don't care about the result i don't care if you'd say yes or no i'm yeah. just gonna like give this thing in like my most like yes. passionate way possible i it's yeah. very possible we would have had a different result I agree. <laughs> right? Stop yeah. laughing. It's not yeah. funny. <laughs> oh, it was so traumatic, a couple of those. Oh, my gosh. I was I was just, all right, in full transparency, what I was actually visualizing is, is, the, uh, is the pitch that we did that went so horribly wrong that we went right down the elevator and found the lobby bar yeah. of this building <laughs> and just were at center. <laughs> Oh, good times. <laughs> well, I think it's what we're talking about, like that, the expectation around yeah. our work is so critical to um, us being in our authentic self and in, in, in our centered yep. state, right? And, yeah. and uh, in, in the, in, especially in co-creation, if you can't get the team, even if it's a team of two, yep. um, sort of align and get the expectations set and really start releasing those expectations and mm -hmm. that anxiety, um, the work suffers, right? Or actually totally. the work might not even happen. <laughs> right, right. I was just going to say that. I, I was going to say, I think it's all, also a, a level of honesty, right? It's, a, it's, a, it's about trusting yourself enough to be honest with yourself. Mm -hmm. And if you're trying to force something and it doesn't feel right and everything on the outside logically looks like it should be fine, but it's not, you are still going to not be able to produce your best work yeah. because it's not right for you. Yeah. Somehow it's not right. And that's the self-deception piece. I think you go, we go into these places where we tell ourselves stories because it's not popular to be honest with how we're feeling at the time. Mm -hmm. And especially like in a partnership like you and I, that's a 50-50 partnership, it's really important that both of us feel good about whatever we're doing because otherwise the work product, just like you said, it suffers. Yep. But I think the way around that is not to work harder. It's not to change the product a little bit. It's to sit and say, what is happening right now emotionally or mentally or inside of me 
that I just don't feel in alignment with this right now? Is it just me feeling squirrely? Am I tired? Do I need a break? Is this just not quite right? And just asking yourself some of those questions. Yeah, no, that's, that's really good. I actually, I was like, we just onboarded a handful of, uh, people here at my company and, uh, like everyone I, I always try to do like a sit down with, uh, like on their first day. Um, and I talk about like my view of mental health in our company, um, where like, I, you know, I tell everybody like, and I use like these words, which I probably need to get better at explaining. So now I'm going to just send everybody this podcast and I can listen to this, but <laughs> I say, Hey, some days when you come to work, like you're just not going to be feeling it and that's okay. And I just want you to take that day off. Like don't work that day. The day you're not feeling it is the day I don't want you to work. Just go, go figure it out. Come back the next day, super energized. Right. Yeah. And people are like, what are you talking about? Like don't show up to work (laughs) if I'm not quote feeling it, you know, but I know the, I know the power of this, Mm -hmm. not having the energy aligned. Right. Yeah. And being in the flow and the power of being in the flow. Because that person, even well-intentioned, right, can like Mm -hmm. totally disrupt the energy of the team and like take down the entire team's productivity. Yeah. Right. And I'd rather the individual get 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 their energy and their their mental state, you know, in, in, in a better spot and then come back and fully contribute. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Now. Yeah. I don't know that other businesses take that approach no no i don't think that that's a common approach although (laughs) maybe hopefully it's getting more common like yeah in some industries it probably is in yeah in others it's probably not right and i i think what normally happens is it becomes more of a reactive state not a proactive edict it becomes a reactive oh you're really stressed out you should take the Mm. day off it usually turns into something like that which isn't as powerful. Oh, we want to get ahead of it. <laughs> yeah, we want to get out ahead of it. <laughs> well, I think this is interesting. This podcast helped, definitely helped me get back in the flow of the self-awareness mm-hmm. journey. <laughs> well, that's good. <laughs> I think it's. I think it's. Uh, I think it's really normal. We all do that. We all go through periods where we're feeling so good and just creating like crazy, and then we all go through periods where. I don't know. It's like a recalibration needs to happen. And I don't think we should be hard on ourselves when we do that. I think we should give ourselves a break. Yep. You know? Yep. I agree. I I think a lot of life's problems is because we're too hard on ourselves. I do too. We hope that you've enjoyed today's episode. Our mission is to help people become happier and more effective by gaining insight into their own thoughts and feelings. We'd love your support. First, share this podcast with anyone you think might enjoy it. Second, leave us a rating or review on your favorite podcast site. This helps others discover the podcast so we can reach more people. And third, sign up for our newsletter at theselfawarenessjourney.com. This will help us communicate better with you and build our community. Thank you so much for joining us in the self-awareness journey. We'll see you next week.